we end up as a group doing that, and I'm talking about roofers, uh, environmentalists, public adjusters, contract, we end up hurting the clients more than we actually help them. And that's a problem. There's nowhere to go, right? And there's no one voice trying to lead the charge to make this thing better. And the biggest thing I, when we started putting this thing together, we had a bunch of groups that we were talking and the biggest thing I got out of it was how unprofessional as an industry we are. We can guarantee that our file is going to be good um, from a PA, from a roofer, from a mitigation. We can guarantee that if they decide not to pay, then therefore that's okay, but we can still go to bed knowing that we have done everything for that policyholder in the best way possible. So after everything is turned in, we just document the communication. We open up the lines of communication, making sure they, they don't need anything. Um, is there any questions that they have? And you know, ultimately the ball is in their court after that. And we're back. Claims Game Podcast. Vince Perry, your host, owner and CEO of Elite Resolutions and the commercial claims advocate himself. And I am here. First of all, subscribe to the channel. But today we've got a very special episode. I'm interviewing two friends of mine in this industry um, that are very, very successful. And they've come together to create an association, which is always really cool. Uh, first, it's Chris Corville. Chris Corville is the owner of IEC, International Environmental Consulting. And the guy's a whiz when it comes to mitigation, mold remediation, and the proper techniques to properly protect the property from further damage after a severe loss has occurred. He's partnering up here with Jack Hanks, owner of Velocity Claims. And if you don't know Jack Hanks, just go on Facebook and it's the guy who's on top of a giant building. He is a very, very large loss adjuster and it's really the bulk of his claims. And I know that he'd be okay with me telling if you want to learn how to get into large loss, hit him up. Uh, I mean, he, he's always on a big claim and that kind of proves it. Uh, but today they're getting together because they've put together an association called the United Claims Professional. Professionals. And I think it's pretty interesting because we've already got some associations and this is another association that I think you should be interested in. But anything that brings together our industry, I'm for. Okay. Um, everybody represents different things. And I know that there may be some people that don't maybe approve of, of this particular association and want to join a different association. Uh, I'm part of most every association. Uh, there might be a couple that I'm missing, uh, at least at its minimal level, because again, the reason why I created Commercial Claims Advocate was to bring the industry together. And that's what these associations do, is they bring the industry together. And I think it's huge. I think we need to make sure that we are active in the industry. I think we have to make sure that we are coming together in the industry. And that's what these guys are doing. Again, I know these guys pretty well, uh, and and I'm, and I'm confident that they're going to do something good. Uh, you can't really do anything bad. I hope not, but I do think that what will come out of it is a positive. So I'm going to support them. Uh, and you'll see in this podcast, we get through it and, and you'll see everything in depth. I asked some pretty in-depth questions in really trying to find out exactly what their MO is and what they're trying to do. Uh, but it seems like for the most part, it's a lot of education and just making sure that we get it right so that we can maybe turn the tide here a little bit, especially here in Florida and get things a little bit more in our favor. But without further ado, here it is commercial claim show and claims game podcast in three in two, in one. Let's go. Welcome to the Claims Game Podcast with Vince Perry. Get all the tips you need from insurance claim advocates and professionals and grow your public adjusting career to the next level. And now the commercial claims advocate, Vince Perry.
you know what? I'm doing it like this. I think it's better when I have the headphones on. I don't know why. I could just hear you guys a lot better. Maybe it looks better for podcast. Thing. You look like you a real beat. Okay. You, look, you know what I'm good. saying? You don't see the turntables that I've got in front of me. I've got literally a roadcaster. Have you ever seen one of these things? It's like, it's amazing. It's the greatest thing ever. You got one? Nope. nope. You should. I have people for all that, Vince. So. Yeah, I know. But still, and I know Chris has a lot cooler gadgets than that anyway, so... <laughs> Additional living expenses is one of the most difficult parts of an insurance claim. And the reason is, is it's very high pressure. And as a public adjuster or contractor, you're already dealing with the negotiating of the build back process. You don't want to have to deal with ALE as well. Black Diamond Housing Services does all of that. They don't even charge the client. They bill it directly to the insurance company. It's all covered under the ALE coverage. So you need to call Black Diamond if you have a house that has been severely lost, whether it's like severe mold, severe water, fire, anything like that, where they need a place to stay. Call Black Diamond Housing Services and they'll be able to take care of your client from beginning to end. If you're struggling and waiting forever and a day to get paid on your claims because you have to wait for the mortgage company, you have to wait for the client, you have to wait for all of these things, Ink Payments by Ink solves that for you. By simply uploading it onto their system, everything gets processed and you get directly deposited your fee into your bank account. Choose InkPay and make sure that you use the promo code VINCE so that you can get $299 off the initial registration fee. So go ahead and check it out, Ink Payments. We've been using it for a long time. All right. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to have you guys on, uh, frankly, because I think at this point, uh, probably about three years or so that we've all known each other, I consider you guys friends of mine that I can call on without a doubt. And it's and it's always good to have people in the industry that you can call upon, which is sort of what we are here uh, right now uh, on the Claims Game podcast so that we could tell people about something really, really special that you guys have going on. And for those of you listening and not watching, we've got two amazing people right now. We've got Mr. Jack Hanks and Chris Corville. Jack, would you like to introduce yourself? Hey guys, Jack Hanks. I'm the uh, founder of EPA Claims and also the... Uh... Board of Directors now for United Claims Professionals. So we're excited. And Vince, yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, thanks for your friendship. Thanks for everything you do for the industry. And uh, I appreciate everything you do, man. Really I do. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Chris, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Absolutely. Um, uh, thank you again, Vince, for having us on your platform. It means a lot. Um, we appreciate your friendship more than anything. And um, I'm the CEO of Interior Environmental Consulting um specializing in uh environmental assessments and um and mold testing and asbestos testing so again vince thank you for having us today and uh we look forward to presenting uh united claims professionals which is why we're here right thank you guys for coming on uh united claims professionals is uh something that i'm excited about uh it's something that jack hanks and chris have been putting together for quite a while now uh jack gave me a little bit of the rumblings of what was going on about a couple months before i wasn't really sure what it was all about but now i see that it's definitely something special it's, it's uniting the industry which is something that i I'm really passionate about ever since I started educating, ever since I created the YouTube channel and started educating other public adjusters. I remember the question that I would always get from other public adjusters, Jack was, but why are you giving away all these secrets? Yeah. Like, why are you telling us how to do it? Like, don't you? And I'm just like, no, like the whole point is to make sure that look, the insurance companies, they're getting together all the time. And, you know, one of the things that I'm excited about United Claims Professional is that hopefully that we can actually go up against these guys, not just in the day to day claims, but also in everything else that occurs behind the scenes, which what people don't know is the insurance companies have lots of money. They have lots of lobbying. They have lots of things that they are constantly playing defense against us. And we need to rise up together, create associations like United Claims Professionals so that we can go up against them. Uh, Jack, if you 
could give us a little bit about what it's about? Did I hit the nail right on the head or was I way off? <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is it's such a segmented industry. And, you know, when I started doing this a long time ago, there was no training, there was no platform, there was no anything. You went and got your license right and you started. And we end up as a group doing that. And I'm talking about roofers, uh, environmentalists, public adjusters, contract. We end up hurting the clients more than we actually help them. And that's a problem. There's nowhere to go, right? And there's no one voice trying to lead the charge to make this thing better. And the biggest thing I, when we started putting this thing together, we had a bunch of groups and we were talking. And the biggest thing I got out of it was how unprofessional as an industry we are. And that's kind of how this whole thing started is I feel and Chris feels and a bunch of our new members and sponsors feel we need to be more professional as a group. And until we are, the insurance company basically is going to laugh at us and brush us aside and do what they want to do and not take us seriously until we get to that point where we can start having legitimate conversations with them because we are a professional industry and we are doing the right thing consistently and writing good proposals and doing the right thing and presenting insurance correctly. They're not going to take us seriously. And we want to, we want to put our hand out to them and say, look, we understand there's problems and there's issues on our side, but we're going to do everything we can to be a watchdog of all that and get some of the stuff cleaned up. So when they do get a claim, from someone in our group, it makes sense. It's and it's logical and it's real and it's not fabricated and it's not shooting for the moon every time, right? A claim is a claim is a claim. And the people who are suffering because of this are the insureds, right? They're the ones suffering. And that's kind of what our platform is all about. It's like, hey, let's let's bring a bunch of the best of the best of the best and start exchanging ideas and advocate for this stuff. And you know, let's reach out to the carrier and say, hey guys. What do you need from us to for us to be better? And what, you know, here's what we're looking at too. We're going to open up a dialogue with them. We're not going to punch them in the face. We're going to talk like professionals, and hopefully they they start seeing a light at the end of the tunnel that we aren't a bunch of clowns. We aren't a bunch of you know. We do have certifications, and and we are doing the right thing. We are writing good scope of damages. We are reading the policies, and we are representing the insurers with some integrity. And that's it's been a long time coming. And that's kind of what it's all about, man. So it's been been my passion for a couple of years now. And uh, I finally feel I got the voice I needed to get. And I kind of felt I needed to start giving back to this thing. And that's kind of where the sales talk, how things started. It's funny you mentioned that, how uh, <clears throat> writing proper scopes and sort of getting along with the other side as opposed to fighting. I've been talking about killing with kindness for a long time. Mm. Every time I go to an inspection, I'm just, I just try to be the nicest person. I'm not going to be a dick. I'm not going to be a jerk just because they probably get it all the time. So I think that's pretty cool. Now, one thing I'd like to ask you to be a little bit more specific on is why do you think that we are unprofessional as an organization? And the reason why I asked that is because when we were off air, I asked you guys to tell me sort of what's the mission in just a few words. And uh, Chris's answer was to create a professional organization. So exactly what is it that you guys mean by us being unprofessional and how does United Claims Professionals, oh, look at that, change that. <laughs> Chris, you got it? Yeah, I'll take this one. So um, th there's a, it's no surprise, everyone in this industry knows, knows what professionalism is and they, they ultimately want to be professional, but then they, they let their social media platform um, get the better of them on that. And then they, then they don't represent themselves in a professional manner in their personal lives that ultimately has an impact of your business. The, the insurance carriers are watching everything that we do, whether we like it or not. They're watching the Facebook pages. They're watching your Instagrams. They're watching how you conduct business. And whether you think that is your personal life and that doesn't affect you, then you're wrong. 
Um, so holding up that that's one part of the professionalism, but also to the trustworthiness is another part of the professionalism. If, if we're not trusted by the, 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 the policyholders and or the carriers that, that have the policies with the policyholders, then therefore we have nothing. So therefore the reputation that, that comes along with firms that comes along with PAs that comes along with roofers, mitigation guys, um, all of that is the key factor of showing professionalism, not just representing yourself um, outside of work, but also upholding that reputation um, to make sure that you're doing the right thing. Um, I, I'm a big advocate on making sure that mitigation companies are writing really good professional scopes, making sure that their numbers are correct, making sure they're actually performing the work that they say they did. Um, and therefore, whenever they don't do that, and you try to get over on the carrier and then their third party looks at it and and, and, and finds things, that is a unprofessional manner um, of your trade. And that's what I'm very adamant on is, is holding is holding the ones that are, are giving us the bad reputation accountable. I'm very passionate about that. And I'm going to make that my sole mission with this organization is accountability. Okay, I see a common theme here, that's for sure. So my question is going to be, what's the story? Like, how did you guys get together to do this? Because I, I think I know where you're getting at, right? Because I think an issue, obviously, with mitigation companies and setting up machines and doing these dry outs and putting together these uh, estimates on the mitigation portion and presenting, you know, what the insurance company says are, are, are inflated estimates and public adjusters doing the same. So I feel like there's something, I feel like we're getting to something here. Could you, Chris, expand on the story on how you and Jack got together to doing this? Let me, let me yeah. jump in. So, if I can start, you don't mind. Yeah, so not, I, I won an award a couple of years ago. Okay. And uh, it was, you know, awards are great. It's not meat and potatoes, but it, it, it felt good, right? And I, I was sitting and I got, I, I, I remember this for the rest of my life. I, I was getting a cup of coffee at a drive through coffee store up here. And I, I had this trophy next to me and I grabbed this coffee and I'm driving the office. I'm thinking, you know what? I'm 50 some years old right now. I've, I think I've kind of proven my point in this industry. And it's time I start giving back. And start having, a, I, I feel I've heard my voice in this industry. And I just got sick of the clown show on some of those Facebook platforms. And I'm getting tired of people getting berated on when they ask a question because they just simply don't know. And they get throttled on social media. And there's reason that they're asking because they literally legitimately don't know the answer to the question. And I got so tired of it. And um, Chris and I started talking. We got to know each other during a hurricane. We actually camped out in the same campground together. And we started talking. And he and I, I, I give Chris all the credit roll for this. He started changing my brain a little bit. Like we're not against these guys. They don't respect us. When I say they, they the insurance carrier, they don't respect us as an industry or a group because a lot of us are a clown show. And the entry to get in is very simple. I mean, it's easy to become a public adjuster, Vince. You know that. You take a test, you get a bond, and for two hundred bucks, we're we're dealing millions of dollars, and that's not a that's not a great thing. So I, I took it upon myself that I burned this voice. I'm like, hey. I want to start doing this. And I talked to my, my people in my back office at VPA. I'm like, hey, it's probably time we start working on this. And they go, who do you want is your, your left and right hand? And I go, Chris and Galen. And about eight seconds later, emails came back like, yeah, let's do this. So we kind of put it together. It's been a work in progress. And that's kind of the thing, man. It's just It was just time, I felt. Um, you know, the NAPIAs and the APAs do a great job of what they do. We're not here to, to 
to, to bat. We're, we're, we're working with them. We want to bring them in as well. Other groups, we're not here to take it and like run over these guys. We want to work together. Like we said in the beginning. So it's one big thing and one big voice. And, you know, I, I think Gail and Chris and I have earned our respect in our businesses that we try to do the right thing. We're not perfect. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying we've earned our voices in this thing to kind of take it and take this torch and say, guys, here's how we want to do it. Join this group and let's be advocates for ourselves. And let's, let's be a watchdog for ourselves, man. That's, that's what this business is lacking. And it's, I just felt it was time um, for me anyway, to kind of do this. I'm, I'm getting up there in age and the, the PA thing is kind of doing its own thing. It's running very well. And I, I kind of want to go to the next level of not my career, but my passion, what's really important because I do want to leave a legacy of what we're trying to do here, you know? So but, age is nothing but a number, Jack. Don't worry about it. Chris, <laughs> right. I'd like to get one. back. I'd like to get back to you. Jack mentioned something. They don't respect us. Uh, you worked on the other side. You did the mitigation reports and stuff. You had to look at some of these on the other side. I'm sure you had to battle against some public adjusters. Why don't they respect us? They don't respect us because we haven't gained their respect. Um, and there, now let me get back to that. I'd like, is that yeah, there's I'd, a like, lot, there's a, I'd like to, for you to get more specific too. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's a lot. There's a lot of good companies out there. There's a lot of good roofers. There's a lot of good PAs. There's a lot of good mitigation companies out there. But the but the voice that that we're seeing um, from the bad ones are hurting the good ones. And more specific about it is is that when they when they don't respect us is when they get their third parties involved and then their third parties are correct. Therefore, examples if if a mitigation company and I'm I'm only relying. On mitigation companies because that's all I know. So I'm not I'm not bullying or bashing or, or pinning a point on them. It's all I know. Um, so therefore, if 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 that mitigation company puts in 20 pieces of equipment and then only has dry logs for 15 pieces of equipment, but tries to charge for 20, that's a discredit. You're discredited already, and that's that's something that's easily found in all the documentation. If if you don't have the moisture mapping to prove um, why that wall needed to come out then therefore you're discredited. So therefore, when it goes back to the respect um, gaining and the respect earned is, is basically us, and I say us because I've done it before, us as good business owners, not properly um, documenting our losses, but also respecting the other side that they're going to find it. We're trying to pull fast ones on them and they're getting smarter and they're getting their ducks in a row, whether they hire their third parties and they're, they're knowing what to look for. So therefore, the, the days of pulling wool over their eyes is over with. And um, the, the, there's a there's a lot of companies that 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 don't understand that. And it's still giving us a bad, bad name, bad reputation on our side of the industry. Plus, there's there's PAs that aren't educated on what to look for. So therefore, when they receive all the documentations from a mitigation company or a roofer, they don't even know what to look for. So therefore, they turn it in not knowing. And then they get hammered and then therefore they're discredited and then their their respect level is gone down. So um, it's it's all about the education and it's all about doing the right thing. And that's what I mean by 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 them not respecting us is that our credibility is really low right now. I'm glad you said that, Chris, because that's exactly what I was going to say. After you finished, I was going to say that I think it's a lack of education. I think it's a lack of education. I think the other thing is, honestly, and this is me coming from as a public adjuster, we have to do too much. As public adjusters, I think we have to do and we have to know too much, which is why we need more education. 
So we need to know how to look at that mitigation report. So we have to understand the dry out logs and how many machines are supposed to be in there. We need to know what the repair process is going to be on a, on a built up roofing system. We have to know what the policy states in regards to uh, contractor right to repair. There's all these things that we have to know as public adjusters, as the quarterback of the insurance claim, because ultimately, I mean, you could say as well as, as the mitigation guy, you also look at the, you look to the public adjuster to sort of guide you through the entire process. That's what we do as public adjusters. And I think we have to know a little bit too much. And I think, so it's a lack of education. I think we need more experts willing to, to back up our claims and what it is that we're trying to do. And I think that also as business owners, uh, as owners of the large public adjusting firms, we need to provide our guys and ourselves in general with those experts. We need to make sure that we have a team who could be there to say, no, that's not how you build that house back. That's not how you build up that roof. That's not how you're supposed to mitigate. So we just hired somebody to basically do a thorough review of every single estimate that is completed. And what we found out was not very good, right? We got we got a lot of work to do on our estimate. So that's my opinion. I think we need a little bit more education on it. But I, but yeah, I, I agree with you completely. You know, we have to make sure that we're that we're presenting the proper estimate so that we can gain the respect from the other side. Yep, that's the whole idea. And we're going to have a whole training platform and a, a resource uh, section on our website. You can go. I mean, I get calls every day. I'm sure you do. Like, how do I get my license? Or what, what's the what's the statute of limitations in Louisiana? And we're going to have that platform there. So literally, you can go in and find that stuff quickly and easily and accurately because some of the stuff out there isn't right all the time. And, you know, we shouldn't have to go to Facebook to have these new PAs or restoration guys get their question answered. There should be some sort of resource available for them when they join the organization. They click a button and go, statute of limitation, Iowa, two years commercial. Great. I know I know that. I can work backwards from that. And there's so much disinformation out there that it, it, it's, I have to get off Facebook sometimes because it drives me insane that some of the stuff going out there is so, is so inaccurate and so emotionally tied. It's not factual and it's hurting the industry as well. So we're going to do a lot with that. Just trying to get people the right information. They, it's dude, claims and running a business is a, their business decisions. That's what they are at the end of the day. And we got to give these people the tools to know how to do that, navigate this stuff. Because it's not emotional. It's not about writing some crazy ass estimate. It's about being accurate and being professional. And like Chris said, earning their trust. And we have a long road ahead of us, but we have to start with those building blocks or we're never going to get there. And somebody has to do it. And it might as well be us. That's why I look at it. So. I agree with you with those Facebook things. I saw a Facebook post the other day and some of the comments that were in there, I'm just like, dude, relax. Stop, stop, stop. It's too stop, much. Stop. Yeah, stop. You know, it's, 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 it's a debacle, some of this stuff. It's embarrassing. And it's, you know, but uh, what, what sucks is if, if you and I, and you know, if, we're not, if we're not doing the right thing, it's going to get worse. That's the problem, right? So... Everybody needs an attorney on their side. So whether you're a public adjuster, a contractor, or anyone else in the insurance claims business, make sure that you have an attorney that you could rely on, that you can go to for questions whenever you need it. That guy for me for the last 12 years has been David Farber. David Farber is the owner of the Farber Law Firm, and he has been there for me from the beginning of my career until now. And I would love for him to be able to help you as well. So make sure you call him at this number here and visit his website so you can learn more about the amazing David Farber of the Farber Law Firm. Chris, what's the next step after providing, uh, you know, making sure that we're gathering the proper documentation, presenting it to the insurance company and, and gaining the respect? What do you think is the next step to that? 
Ooh, that's a good one, Vince. I think once once they receive the once they receive all the documentation and they receive a good a really good solid PA's um, estimate, um, I think that the that the next step would be solid communication. Um, making sure that they received it. Is there anything else that they need? Is there anything that we can help with? Vince, we we all know that we can't we can't force them to pay. We can't force them to write a check. But at the same time, just like in my presentations in my curriculum that I teach, we can guarantee that our file is going to be good. Um, from a PA, from a roofer, from a mitigation, we can guarantee that if they decide not to pay, then therefore that's okay. But we can still go to bed knowing that we have done everything for that policyholder in the best way possible. So after everything is turned in, we just document the communication. We open up the lines of communication, making sure they, they don't need anything. Um, is there any questions that they have? And, you know, ultimately the ball is in their court after that. Um, and making sure that, that, that we educate that policyholder on what the next steps could be if, if the lines of communication are cut off and prep that policyholder for what may occur um, leading up um, after after we've done exhausted all of our energy. You know, I've got to eat. Go ahead. I want to jump, like, we can't make them be right. We can't make them understand or make them write a check, but we still have to do our due diligence. And like Chris, we still, can't, we, we still need to be honest and accurate on our side, no matter what. We can't control what they're going to do, but we sure as hell can control what we're going to do as a group. That's the point. I've got a utopic scenario I'd like to walk you through. Yeah, sure. We put together such good and thorough and accurate damage assessments mm -hmm. and, and estimates and dry out logs and everything that we get to a place where, oh, wait, this is from VPA? Oh, this is from Elite Resolutions? Oh, this is good to go. I'm just going to present this to my manager. We're going to make the payment based on that. Yeah. Or I take it a step further where the insurance company is just like, they call us to go out to do an inspection because they know they're going to get the honest and accurate damage assessment to it. That's probably way even more than you that's just well, that's the overall goal. That's, that's the yeah. overall goal that we would want to yeah. have is when, and whenever you send in your Xactimate and you have that symbol of a, of a really good, solid reputed group, then therefore we're, we're hoping we're praying that, that that's going to be the mindset and we feel confident that it will. Yeah. I, agree. I mean, that's just, so the whole idea about these walls and, and these fences and these fractures, all these, that's got to, we got to start chipping away at that. Like, even I don't care if it's a pebble at a time, right? We got to start working on that because Vince, you're, you're a scope is a scope. is a, It's going to like, we're, we're going to see things a little bit differently, but yeah. the overall idea of it should be similar. My, my, our estimate, your estimate and the IA should be very similar if we're, if we're both doing the right thing. And that's 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 the idea. Shipping this thing away is going to be it's a it's a long, long, long drawn out process. And it's going to take us years. But between the lobbying and the education and, and, and collaborating together, we'll get there. Right. Eventually. So tell, tell me about that, Jack. Uh, where do you think we're headed as an industry? I think a lot of people are very concerned about our mm. industry. I think a lot of people are scared. There's like constant. Yeah. I mean, Florida right now is just being bombarded. It feels like every three months with some kind of law change or anything. Uh, and I know that that they were trying to pass that thing in Kentucky to cap us at like two and a half percent. I mean, that's just that's just, you can't sustain a business like that. Uh, it really hurts. I was talking to somebody yesterday where. I mean, you do a lot of large loss, Jack. We do a lot of residential. 
uh, it hurts the residential stuff oh, because sure. we're trying to really, really just, and, and ultimately that hurts the little person, which is not really cool. But back to my question, uh, where, where, where are you guys fitting into trying to do something about our industry as it continues to, as the insurance company continues to make our lives harder and harder? Well, so it's a pendulum, right? That thing just swung to the left about 800 degrees the last couple of months. And, and, you know, I, I'm a big, I, I've had a lot of discussions with some big players in the industry about this, as well as the other side. I think it's a 50-50 thing. I think we were we were so egregiously, overly aggressive on some of the stuff in Florida. Everything should not go to lawsuit. Everything doesn't need a PA. Everything doesn't need to be at 20% for a PA. That I mean, you go right down the freaking list, right? Everything, it's, we, we created our own monster for that. And they thought it was cute for a while, right? The insurance company was like, yeah, whatever. And they got to the point where they start writing checks. Hey, we want to get this guy in office. Here's a check. I want that guy in office. Here's a check. Because you know why? They can, and they allow us to play in their sandbox as long as we play in their sandbox fairly and we're not a bunch of greedy idiots. And what happened was in Florida, for example, our industry became greedy idiots, AOBs, door knocking, a million PAs, all these things stuff going, going, going. And like, you know what? We're done with this is cute, but we're done. We're done with the crappy appraisals. We're done with all this. And they started, it went from this to this in about a minute and a half. And we're we're our industry it has a lot to do with that because we created a mop. We what's that what's that saying? Hogs get fed, pigs get slaughtered, or whatever that is. We did that. So um my, my gut feeling is Vince, if, if we don't start getting our you know what together very quickly as an industry, uh slowly and surely, uh, I think PAs will be out. It's it's already started happening. Kentucky, they want to limit us. Florida's put a cap, right? Uh, Arkansas and Alabama, we're not even allowed to step foot in that state as public adjusters, right? It's going to happen. Uh, law firms are starting their own PA firms, and then I, I have a problem with that. And it's 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 going to happen. Law firms are, are they need to stay in their lane as well. And what's happening is all these things are start we're we're infighting, and the insurance company's going. Told you guys, they're greedy pigs. We told you, and the in the in the in the in the lobbying that they do, and, and the and the you know that you it's it's all about winning the hearts and minds, right? And you go on TV and you call us locusts and you do this and you do that. It it gets in people's heads, right? And all of a sudden, this is what happens. So our job as this as as this group, part of it is we're, you know we're gonna we're gonna advocate. We're gonna go these when we get our group together and have our you know we have some foundations and some success stories. We're gonna we're gonna lobby, man. We've already got a group of lobbyists ready to go. I'm so excited. I can't announce it yet, but it's there. Um, part of our agenda, we we submitted for the nonprofit is X amount of dollars we collect is going right to lobbying, right to lobbying, and that's going to help the insured. That's what at the end of the day we got to make it fair and balanced for them. Not about PAs or roofers or environmentally the insured has to be represented. They're not right. There's no reason insured can't hire a qualified public adjuster to handle their claim. For 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 an, a nice normal fee, not not outrageous, but not two and a half percent either, right? And so we're going to start. We're going to advocate and lobby and lobby and lobby and talk to these guys because it, it is un, logically it's unfair. But we created it. We made it unfair because we took advantage of it for so long. And Florida is a perfect example of that. And it's coming for the rest of these states. I I guarantee it's coming. I guarantee it because once again, it's their sandbox. They have trillions. They have trillions of dollars to play with. And they can stamp us out like a bug if they wanted to. And there we have to, we have to, I'm not saying we just have to get their trust and their and their respect. That's what we need to do as a 
And just be strategic, a little bit more strategic on these claims and not just like, yeah, not just go crazy. Uh, Chris, I'd like to know your thoughts on the on the AOB changes and like based on not changes, but elimination in Florida. Yeah, well, it's it's I've never whenever I was in mitigation, we never used AOBs. I just didn't I didn't agree with it. I didn't I didn't want to put myself in that situation as well. Uh, Someone else's full blown benefits is just asking for disasters now. In a way, it's it's good. It works. It's worked for a long time for a lot of people, but it just did not work for me. Um, in my personal opinion, I think it's a I think it's 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 a lot of reins on, on a really fast racehorse. If that makes sense, you give it a lot of reins and you have that AOB sign, then that horse is just going to go, and there's no there's no pulling it back once you get in trouble or you use uh, utilize those funds for something that's not not guaranteed to go towards that project. It's just it's a recipe for for an irresponsible person. To, to get to get uh, to get in trouble, and therefore, whenever an irresponsible person gets in trouble, the policyholder suffers, and then they're left for nothing. Um, so I, I think that I think that it was a it was a good decision to eliminate it because it has been abused for quite a long time by the wrong people. Um, but again, again, you know, the the bad people have have made the good people suffer. That has utilized that um, as a as a good tool. But in my professional opinion, I think it was right for it to go away. Yeah, because I always I mean, to be honest, as a public adjuster, Chris, I always preferred it because I didn't have to worry about it. Like I see the advantage to the to the AOB where the insured doesn't have to worry about it, where it's them. It's the insurance company. It's the mitigation company. And the insured doesn't have to. Now, what's happening is if the insurance company decides to underpay the mitigation estimate, which we can go back to submitting a proper estimate and all that stuff, I get that. But if the insurance company does decide to underpay an accurate estimate and they don't want to change their mind on it with all these laws, now the insured is 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 kind of caught without their pants on and they're going to have to deal with probably a lawsuit with that mitigation company, which kind of sucks. And a lien and everything else and the yeah. whole thing. They're upset and then we're the bad guy again. Right. Right. Artistry's a bad guy. Yep. Yeah. Um, what's so so what how does one become a part of United Claims Professionals? Well, we have sponsorships available. Um, you can go to the website. You can apply to be a member. And and, and, and keep in mind, guys, we're not taking it. This is not a, a good old boy club and it's not Jack and Chris's uh, hobby. And it's not our let everybody in the door for a big party. It's not that um, it's it's about the best of the best of the best. Um, when you apply, we're going to there's there's a little bit of a process to get through it. You're not going to be um, it's not about the money. You know, we don't need the money. We want the right people in the right seats is the key. Right. This is not once again, not a good avoid thing. So you can apply right on our website, United Claims Professionals.org. You can inquire, you get on the waiting list. Uh, we already got about six or seven sponsors already lined up, already done, ready to go. Uh, once we get a, the, that secure, we'll start going through the membership and start bringing people on. And then our training, first training should be out probably in the next month. And there'll be an online training for all the members to come in. And we're going to have something every month for these guys. And that's the important stuff. So just be a part of it. And once again, it's not for everybody. We don't want everybody. We want the great people and the great entities and the great organizations involved in this stuff because um, it's like I said, it's not a good old boys club. It's not. And the, and what the is sponsors, Vince, uh, the sponsors? I like to say the sponsors are not just financial donors and sponsors. The sponsors we've picked, we we strategically place them with the educational mindset that they have, the 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 uh, the knowledge that they present to the industry, plus you know the financial part of being a sponsor as well uh, of the advertising. But 
each sponsor is going to have their spot, um, you know, once every month or once every two or three weeks to talk about what they've seen in the industry, whether whether you're a roofing supplier on the on the discontinuation of tiles or whether you're a mitigation company on, you know, the changes in the in the industry, like we're utilizing our sponsors to be educators as well. And that's what's unique about us is that we're they're not just going to go, you know, have a logo put up and expect business to come. We want that we want to utilize their knowledge um, as an educator as well and also as a sponsor. Same thing with members. There's going to be members in this group that are the, the best of the best. We want to utilize that member's knowledge to get him on a Zoom call or a podcast to educate other members that might have questions. If one member specializes in, you know, um, proof of losses, then we want to get that member on there and we want him to spew his knowledge and train everybody within that membership of the organization. So not, not all members are just going to be, you know, sitting back absorbing. We're going to, we're going to basically make sure that those members are sharing their knowledge and collaborating with other members. That's what's going to be unique about this. I have a question that I think a lot audience would like an answer to. Uh, they're always looking on how they can make their claims process better. And this is related to how you guys run your claims, but also it's going to, I think it's going to lead us back to, to why you guys put this together. So this will be, this will be to Jack. Jack, we've got obviously a lot of public adjusters that listen to this show. And a lot of them are probably less than three years of experience. I would say a good majority of them. And they see you on another giant, massive building every other day, it seems like. And I think they'd want to know how is it that you, Jack, and Chris are able to collaborate and really be successful on an insurance claim, which again, this leads me to why you guys are collaborating now to making sure that we are professional and that we are actually providing uh, uh, an accurate assessment of damages. Well, the whole thing is on these large losses, you got to have your experts, right? I mean, I'm a policy guy. I can, I, my, my job is to fight for the coverage. I let Chris do the talking on um, if, if there's a, a water mitigation issue, that's his problem. I'll bring him in and let him write his report. And I mean, I, when I bring experts in and I'll, we'll, we'll teach this as well, I let them talk to the carriers. And they're, and they're, we had a call last week where we had two environmental reports, Chris and the other guy. And I sit back with the adjuster. We let them discuss it because I'm not, I don't know how the smoke penetrated insulation. That's not a PA's job. That's Chris's job. Same thing in engineers. We want these engineers to talk. That's when you, when you have these large claims, you know how to know your role. I mean, like you said in the beginning, Vince, we are the quarterback. We call the play, and I got Chris running the wide out on the on the twenty. That, that's that's his role, right? And anybody has their own role. And I, the last person you want to talk about is how to put a roof on. I am not a roofer. However, I have great consultants around me that know how to do that, right? And I we pay them and bring them in. That's all part of it. And what industry is horrible about that. Like Chris said, we get. I still get claims in, on a daily basis. On an appraisal, for instance, that there's no there's there's no moisture mapping, and they said 150 grand worth of, of stuff in there, like that's not how it's supposed to work. So that's what we're going to work on is creating a platform where you, it's a checklist, man. When this claim like this comes in, A, B, C, D, E, and F, and when you get to Z, everyone's paid fairly and equitably and quickly and, and honestly. That's the whole idea, right? But you got to have tools. Yeah. And part of being an organization, uh, Vince, is that if you don't have an, if you don't know the answer, then you don't have to take the Facebook. You can go straight to the members. You can come straight to me and ask me a question like that's going to be part 
of the collaboration within this organization is that go straight to the professionals, get your answers and apply that back to your business or your client. Like don't, you don't have to take to Facebook where you don't even know who, who's going to answer or who's going to hammer you down with, a, with thinking that your question is dumb. This is not about that. This is a place for young PAs and, and veteran PAs for that matter. And roofers, it's a place to go to better yourself and better your business for your policyholder. That's what we're, we're creating a safe place for them to feel comfortable to basically get the education that they need. And the key word there like, is safe. I, I get so tired of people being berated on platforms when they ask a question that they simply don't know. And you look and it's like all these, all these, all these clown shows are just banging these guys. And that, you know what that does is shut the industry down because nobody wants to ask a question because they feel stupid. There's, there's no such thing as a, there's a reason why you're asking that question, right? I mean, Vince, we, we talk about, we probably talk a half dozen times a year on stuff. I take to Frank Dalton. I talk to other PAs about stuff when I'm unsure about it. I have other PAs read policies to make sure we're not missing something. But that's the collaboration we're talking about. What a great group. If you have 10 of the 15 top PAs involved and 10 of the great water mitigation guys involved and 10 commercial roofers, where these questions can be asked, and it's a simple three sentence, here's what I would do in this circumstance, blah, 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 without being berated. Can you imagine? how that's going to keep building and building and building. That's that's the cool part. And also, too, to, to go back to that, Jack, is that the, the 10 roofers, 10 water mitigations, 10, 10, whatever it may be, you're, you're going to get you're going to get your questions answered from 10 or however many it is vetted people like we went through there. We, we talked to past clients. We've looked at their records like this is they're doing it right. You're not getting advice from someone that's doing it wrong or has an ego that that they don't want to listen on how to do it right. You're getting advice from people that have been successful, but also made a lot of mistakes. And yeah. I'm willing to share my mistakes with them to where they don't make those again. So you're, the, 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 the level of education that you're getting um, by being part of this group and this collaboration is going to be second, second to none because we've went through the process to make sure that you're getting the right education. And keep in mind, Chris and I have already lost millions of dollars ourselves doing some of this stuff. So we want to we want to fill those those potholes in because it's it's I, I man I, I got a lot of years of uh, a lot of gray hair, a lot of hair falling because of the mistakes we made. So we're here to, to curtail those because that's that's going to help as well, right? I had been looking for an accountant for years, and I was unable to find anybody that I liked that I worked with and was able to do what I needed to be done to my taxes and to my accountant. Jeremy David at Noble Wealth has been a godsend to me, my family, and my company. We have saved so much money in taxes I can't even begin to describe, and he knows what he's doing. You need to call Jeremy at Noble Wealth and get yourself the right accountant because he's the man who's going to help you save on taxes because ultimately, you don't want to be making money, especially if you're self-employed, and having it all go to the IRS. Call Jeremy, call Noble Wealth, and they will help you tremendously with the entire accounting process and your tax situation from A to Z. Um, rank them on, rank them from one to three on what's most important to United Claims professionals from education. I'm calling it lobbying, but I, you know, just, you know, yeah. just the whole overall effort. So education, lobbying, and bringing the industry together. What's ranked, uh, if you could rank those from one, two, and three? I think education is the key. Without that, the other two aren't going to matter. I think we got to educate the living hell out of everyone. Um, that's my number one. My number two would be uh, collaboration. We get people start working together. That's going to build the, I think that's going to build the education. And then third part, when those two are humming, 
then we can go and start being an advocate to these legislatures and start talking to these guys on a professional level because we have a now we have a a some meat and potatoes to present to them. Like here's what's working, here's why it's working, here's the group, and here's what we're going to start doing. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna be able to lobby or 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 represent this this organization until we start cleaning up our home base and start and start uh, educating on how to be professional, educating on how to work a good claim, on educate on how to um, you know have compassion for that policyholder. Um, that's all going to be part of it. I mean, we we have so many different members that are going to be coming into this that isn't even part of the industry. I mean, psychologists, uh, RV companies, like, you know, like all of this, the, these organizations that are out here don't think outside the box. In my opinion, we're thinking outside the box on how to how to make sure that your policyholders taken care of. And and I think that we're we're really, really on our way. Is it a strictly public adjuster mitigation insured policyholder side thing, or are we looking at IAs, company adjusters, and insurance people too? Well, thanks for bringing. That. Yeah, we so we've already got um, this is thing. This is for brokers. This is for independent adjusters. I would love to have the president of State Farm jump on this board. Let's do that. You guys really want to get down and dirty? Let's get let's get these guys in here and let them tell us what their problems are with us. Right? That's what I'm going to fix. It's it's a, it, this door is open. I'm going to invite. Um, we're going to invite. Uh, defense attorneys from the other side to be part of this, right? These guys want to. These guys want to talk on LinkedIn about all this stuff. You know what? Doors open. Come on in. Come on in. Sit down at our table and let's have some discussions on the issues at hand. Not all this rigmarole crap garbage. Let's talk about how to fix it instead of pointing fingers all the time. That's the idea of this stuff. We're done. I'm not pointing fingers. Mistakes were made. Got it. How do we fix it? I'm over all that crap. Let's fix this stuff. So this will this will be both sided, Vince. This is not just for roofers. This is not just for mid guys. This is for everybody that works and handles a claim for a policyholder. It's, it's geared around if you have if that policyholder has a loss, who all is involved in that loss is welcome to join this organization. Yep. Because ultimately they're they're the number one goal. That's that's our number one focus is the policyholder. So anyone that has anything to do with that claim or has anything to do with a policyholder's claim should be welcome in any organization. I agree. I got one more question and I'm going to start. This is the first time I'm asking it and it's going to be a staple on the show. I'm going to ask at the end of every podcast. So congratulations on being the first. This is from Dan Sullivan of Strategic Coach. It's called the R Factor question. And the question goes like this, Jack, I'm going to put it to you. If we were meeting here three years from today and you were to look back over those three years, what has to have happened during that period for you to feel happy about your progress? We would have about 250 amazing members and we would be in front of uh, Congress and or state legislators talking about uh, how to get the uh, some of these laws either enacted or overturned that are against the policyholders. And I would have a farmers and or a state farm gentleman next to me talking about the same thing because we're on the same page. Answer. Chris, you want me to pose the question to you? So my my order factor would definitely be to have our stamp of approval on as many exactimates and as many claims as possible. Therefore, whenever whenever that state form or that that all state adjuster comes uh, comes across one of our files, they understand that this is a real deal. So my main focus is definitely to to make sure that that seal has the merit that it deserves. That is going to be my number one goal is to make sure that anyone with this seal is respected in this industry and taken serious. 
I love that. I like it. That's great. That's all I got. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. I'm in full support of what you guys are doing. Anything anybody does to try to bring the industry together and uh, together and make our industry stronger, I am all about. So anything you guys need for me, anything at all, do not hesitate to ask. As soon as you asked me to have this podcast, I was like, let's freaking go. So thank you guys for coming on and thank you for everything you guys are doing for the industry. Thank you, Vince. We're serious about this. Thank and you, guys, no way. It's a long haul and this, this is a legacy stuff for all of us. So um Let's, 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 let's do something positive as a group. Yeah, okay? let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it all together. Thank you, Vince. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Hold on.